I woke up. Reporting live from Devon's Pink Eye. <laughs> I can remember many times in your apartment just beyond baked and having cat allergic reactions. <laughs> like, this is death. <laughs> I'm in the fucking underworld. Uh, it can be like that for sure. dry you out like you get like a yeah I get all dry and inflamed and that combination just makes everything tighter yeah for sure it just pulls, pulls to the center yeah check 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 there's a come town episode where they did a mic check like 45 minutes in <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's so good. oh are we checking check check check, check. Yeah, that's that's about the level we're at here. Check, check. All right. The lunch kit is better than the, the yeah. porta brace bag. Yeah, it's all right there. Might have to start a drop shipping empire. Lunch bags for audio guys. Lunch bags for audio guys. Eat your lunch. Your mic's rubbing pretty good on something. Was it? That image of you is forever burned in my mind on that fucking hillside the other day. <laughs> Which image? Just like it's in the frog position. Yeah, just absolute forty-five degree. <laughs> just sweating. <laughs> Like one of us is gonna slide down this bank. Yeah, there was one of those when I was literally just like relying on gravity and uh, friction to keep me on the hill. Oh yeah. <laughs> I had like I had no handhold, no foothold. Just pressing my knees, sure. just, just praying. Yeah, totally just pressing and praying. I was pretty zen at that point. I had already gotten like past the fear. There was a couple of hairy moments before then, yeah. so. Figured if I was gonna go down, it would have happened earlier. You do kind of get into that zone where it's like, eh, I'm in survival mode now. I'm yeah. The thing that got me was the fucking the bush getting me in the eye that like oh, came out yeah. of nowhere. And you had that thorn in your eyelid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was fucked. That's a new one, man. That's. Alberta Rose right in the fucking eye. <laughs> That's gotta be a porn star name somewhere, hey, Alberta Rose? Yeah. <laughs> Big ginger. Big ginger. Prickly pubes. <laughs> <laughs> He's not fully shaved. Three day bush, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll take the. The low road, the high road, the the other road this time. I've never. Felt, I couldn't believe how that like the nimbleness has left me. Like that, <laughs> that was a skill honed over fuck a decade. Yeah, I think it it like you need to keep it up. Yeah. It's pretty dire there. I 
felt I just felt fat and old. Yeah. <laughs> it really was a fat and old feeling. <laughs> yeah. pretty, like at the end when I was completely exhausted. I uh I kind of let go of like the need to feel strong or <laughs> capable or whatever. <laughs> and then I felt fine, but I had right. no energy left. Interesting. Once the ego finally released his grasp. Yeah. It's like, oh, fine. Like I just got to do cardio more often. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. My cardio is just lifting weights faster. <laughs> that's all I got. My cardio is running a 200 meter race when I was nine. <laughs> <laughs> and then shit since. <laughs> oh man. The need you I guess wrestling was not really cardio, that was more just fucking shitty. Yeah, they made us do cardio though. Fucking right. running those stairs at the butter dome and shit. Oh. <laughs> that was the worst. The butter dome. I hated conditioning so much. Yeah. The cause going from zero to one is the worst. And when you're just like a a useless teenager. Yeah. I'm not ready for it. Just die of the 50% soda. For sure. 50% pizza. Remember that fat kid that gave me the middle finger that time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy. Fuck you. That good old St. Albert yeah. hospitality. That's right. Kid had never been, never been hit in his life. <laughs> yeah. I think I, already, I was supposed to shoot something in St. Albert, and then they canceled it on account of that football coach. Oh, right. Yeah. It was a football coach? What was it? I think or a gym teacher or something. Wow. Video exploitation. Ugh. What even is that? Probably <laughs> the exact same thing that Tate just got, got for. Oh, yeah. We can take this path, and then we can just go up at the bridge if you want. Okay. Do you want to do a, a reverse... Uh, Reverse. Reverse circuit. Cross the bridge? Yeah. And then come back? Yeah, sure. Change it up. Avoid the hill. Well, that for is. For the most part. Yeah. Avoid it as much as possible. That is hilarious that they they got Tate on, ex, what was it, exploitation or kidnapping? Like. Yeah. Just everything he's been saying in videos has <laughs> rolled him up. <laughs> Yes, it was one of the girl's boyfriends who called it in. That's what did it. Yeah. Right. It wasn't like the fucking trail of breadcrumbs he left. <laughs> it wasn't like he was already saying that he couldn't go back to the UK or America because he had warrants out on him. <laughs> what you gotta fucking do is you gotta you gotta just put him in the basement <laughs> with handcuffs. Then they can fucking run away. <laughs> Water. He has such a weird accent. Yeah, he really does. It's impossible <laughs> to even get close for me. Water. He's got that. He always says that. Like when he was on that podcast and the guy gave him two coffees and he's so nice to the guy. Thank you, my friend. That fucking right wing groiper shit about treating service industry people nice is such a weird tick. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you always tip the waiter. It's like, okay, buddy, we get it. You have money. Did we go down here last time to the left? Yeah, I think so. Right. 
That was the least of our problems. So those, uh, those fishing people. Oh yeah, those fishermen. Can you imagine the shit they'd pull out of this river? <laughs> Literal shit. Literal shit. I've driven across the Quinell a few times since the last time we were out here and I'm just, I'm so baffled that we walked across that. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense from the other side. I know. Just the app, like, the angle of the bank is like this. Yeah. It's like, fuck. All the time that I'd, I'd come down in the river valley with you, I always just assumed that part was just impossible. <laughs> now you know it's impossible. Now they know they're invincible. Yeah, I think if I had shorts on. Yeah shoes instead of boots yeah there's some ankle things going on that the boots were impeding ah i got you it's fucking annoying you weren't moving as nice as you like with that angle when you're stepping and then just fighting in against the leather right let's go up here to let go. Really? <laughs> it's not too far back, I heard it. Where are you, microphone? I found it. Okay. <laughs> Did it pull right out of the pack or the whole pack went? Oh, the whole pack. <laughs> whole pack went. Nice. Not made for bushwhacking. Nah. Speaking of bushwhacking, that thing I sent you with that guy talking about how to treat your woman or whatever. Oh, I don't know if I got to that one. Which one was that? Uh, or how to treat women, the, the last one I sent you. Oh, where it's just two dudes, basically? <laughs> yeah. Hello, man. It's like, yeah, no shit, you guys have an easy relationship. You get along like brothers. <laughs> Share paternal DNA. Oh. 
What did you say, Maron Mio? <laughs> Maron <Marone> Mio. <laughs> Fuck, that's... Just with the flat brim hat and bicep veins? <laughs> that's not your wife. Bro. That struck me as a very like Jack Murphy type guy. Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> she straps on and she has a dick. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> she gets him in both his holes. Both his holes. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns one on herself. <laughs> <laughs> they call it the holy trio. I got her in all tree holes. <laughs> yeah, that's. I can't not. I can't unsee any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> Ever since yeah. like horrifying house guest. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I don't know how much of that stuff is real or how like autistic that person is. But... I was so skeptical until that Kanye clip from the party. Oh yeah, what's your name? And just the, yeah, just that one girl. Just, <laughs> it's the light shining from behind the dress and it's just clear balls. <laughs> it's, it's so obvious that it's balls. Oh man. <laughs> we was balling, man. Yeah, that's fucking... Cause there's that... There's that pervert subreddit where it's like when the sun shines through a dress and makes it translucent, like it's some fetish or whatever. Oh, right, yeah. But it's like literally that. Yeah. And just a big fucking pair. Holy hell, that's funny. Just all that shit where it's like, you know, camel toes are never asymmetrical. It's like, well, then every chick has a dick. Hollywood. I don't know what to say. <laughs> well, she does say it's all of them. Yeah. It's like, why? I mean, it explains everything. It does explain many things. Many things. <laughs> it's made so much more disturbing by, like, the, the kitschy... Um, colors that she puts on all the stuff. <laughs> right. And like the arrows and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dick! It's like, <laughs> yeah. The kitsch helps it though, in some way. It really does. I don't know. I'm a big fan of the brand. <laughs> That's right. The branding is on point. For some reason, whenever she posts the pictures of, uh, it's like the people going downstairs and the way their knees are bending. Yeah. That always, I always, my knees hurt when I see those pictures. Like there's something about someone going downstairs. Yeah. Just to see it is fucking weird. I don't yeah, especially it. when they're like this. Yeah, exactly. It's like, doesn't that hurt? 
or in Obama's case, he's going down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's nothing there. Jerry has discovered that Dana Carvey has a podcast. Oh. <laughs> and Dana Carvey does an Obama impression, and now Jerry's working on his Obama impression. <laughs> it is quite an evolution, quite a turn. Uh, my name is Jerry Obama. <laughs> and I'm Ryan Schutt. <laughs> 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 I have no idea who Ryan Shutt no. is, but I do know that he's gay. I'm very, is. very no. certain on that. That much is true. <laughs> he's also Barack Obama. He is also. Every time I see this, it's worse. I hate it so much. <laughs> oh, it's so out of place. They've never photographed it to make it make sense to like show the person's vision. No, because there's no angle to photograph it that works. Nope. Like that had to have been like a money laundering or like a favor. Yeah, probably. Well, the child of someone on city council, council or something. Needed a few hundred thousand dollars. Hey. Well, maybe your wife could put one of her little art projects on that so. <laughs> But it was like some design firm in L.A. I no, was I, it? I remember hearing. Yeah. I was like, yeah, what was it, like three quarters of a million dollars? You were probably the 50th city that they approached with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah, we're all about uh, public art here. Art. Art. <laughs> Eee. Public cart. Public cart. No, he's just saying to my neighbor there, he says, I'm, uh, need more art around here. You want a public cart, eh? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> the design firm is just, just happens to be called Public Arte. <laughs> public Arte. Well, we feel this is going to be a great fit for us here at Public Art. Public Arte. <laughs> Oh, it's pronounced publicate. <laughs> publicate. Hey, buddy, you can call it whatever you like as long as you're signing the check. No, no, you're purchasing it from us. There's <laughs> <laughs> some old past, past it counselor. <laughs> what, is pu what is pubic rat? <laughs> the guy, Ben Henderson, who just looks like a teacher that sleeps at school. Yeah. It's like glasses up. I can't, I can't make sense of it. <laughs> this lights up for the first time in 10 years. <laughs> Pubic rat. Pubic rat. <laughs> Shuffling around with the paper. <laughs> lights up for the first time in 10 years. Incredible. A Mr. Zalant type, if you will. Yeah, for sure. Stuck in his way, his one way. Shouts out to Mr. Zalant for just like applying lubricant to his hands during the class. <laughs> and using tissue paper to, to type. Yeah. 
of all teachers I ever had, I learned the least from him. Learned the least from him. Huh? I would just open the textbook and teach myself. <laughs> Was he math? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. I was so, I was just so dumb in high school math. It just never worked for me. It got weird, that's for sure. All my memories are just of pain. Just not understanding. I remember them like telling us in junior high that you're gonna have to study in high school. When I got into high school and I realized that they were just organizing things so you had no choice but to study. <laughs> right. Like they just chose not to teach certain things that you had to study them at home. Right. Or else you wouldn't get it. So I said fuck that and left IB. And then it was the same shit except the teachers didn't care. <laughs> the teachers cared even less somehow. Well yeah, the teachers cared so much at Westman, right? Yeah, it was weird. They were just eager. It was like their jobs depended on it. Yeah. <laughs> I think even now I make more than any of those teachers <laughs> ever did and never went to school for my job. <laughs> Most of the people I went to school with ended up in public service anyways. We're all on the same pay scale. Everybody loses. Everybody loses. Public education is to make public servants. Yeah. <laughs> but you're at the top of your pay scale at 30 or 32. Yeah. My last assignment of the week for City News was to go to the Pierre Poliev rally at the River Cree last night. Oh, yeah. So he's that MP running for conservative leadership. Yeah. Holy macaroni. Just the absolute rural Albertan base. <laughs> Is he running in Alberta? I haven't been well, following what I don't he's know actually running for. What he's doing. I guess he's just, like, he's in, his riding is in Ottawa. Oh, okay. But he's from Alberta. So he came home uh, to stir the pot. Yeah. Fuck, just masterful level fucking propaganda. <laughs> just saying shit like, on God's green earth. <laughs> we're Alberta born, well, we're Alberta bred, and we're Alberta bound. Woo! Everyone goes, everyone goes nuts. Like, that means nothing. <laughs> uh, that's fucking total horseshit. <laughs> Alberta bound. Alberta bred. Yeah. It's You're literally <laughs> staying in here. We're locking the doors. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're inbreeding. <laughs> this is a gulag. This Quonset hut you're in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, what a place to have it. We're tearing the roof off, but not really. You gotta stay here, you carbon now. <laughs> yeah! Fuck yeah! <laughs> Trudeau's got to go. Honestly, that's like my... One of the few things I have, like, hope for is that even the most stupid shit, if you style it up, people just go wild for it. It'll never fail, man. That's like... That's a lifetime career for anybody with even a small amount of charisma because the average person is completely swagless. That's the thing, is like the left is completely swagless. This guy, at <laughs> least, this guy did about a minute and a half of stand up during his speech. It was oh, really? really interesting. 
just takes it like off the podium. He did. He goes, I did it. He went it was in the walk. round. It was just great. He was <laughs> playing to all sides. That's great. He's like doing some story about how Henry VIII used to cut the corners off of the English pound to melt them down. He's like, that's what Trudeau's doing. Somebody give me a quarter. I'll show you something. He's like, give me a quarter. I'll give it back. I'm not a liberal. The place just fucking explodes. <laughs> takes an applause break. Oh, man. Populism is in Alberta. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> so great. This fucking old crone comes up to me. She's like, so what does city news pay you hush money to keep it quiet? <laughs> I was like, you, oh God, you're out of your mind. Oh man, I'm hoping Trump does a tour after. <laughs> That'd be incredible. You, you get to stare down the barrel of that majesty. Oh God, would I ever love to Just see capture it. <laughs> the hand thing makes no sense. Like that, <laughs> Joe Biden's a criminal and you're in the criminal, you're a criminal for not reporting it. <laughs> Have a good day. <laughs> Just gets on the plane. Well, his hands are doing the same thing his mouth is doing. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like directing traffic. Yeah. That's the one. <laughs> Makes no fucking sense. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Fucking hell. What a... That guy changed everything. He really did. He really brought wrestling to the mainstream in a, in <laughs> totally. a real way. It's so true, man. It's like the, the people that didn't get wrestling do not get it now. Like, they don't get the deal now. Yeah, and wrestling's a completely different thing now post-Trump, so oh, the doors are closed. Right. Right. We're locking the door to the gulag. <laughs> yeah. If you don't understand kayfabe, maybe you should listen to some Eric Weinstein. <laughs> I remember the first time I, I had seen him, like, that's who I learned it from was Eric Weinstein. Right. I didn't know it existed um, before then. But then, like, as soon as I saw even the most um, vague description of it, I was like, oh, I get it. Right. <laughs> oh. Wrestling's fake, but it's not fake. People like it. You know it is fake, but they won't say it is fake. Right. Just like everything in this world. Just like everything. Would you say kayfabe is influential in understanding the gate? The idea of the gate? Oh yeah, for sure. Right, because it's The like, gate stuff has been insane. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Took me a while to catch on, and now I'm like, I can't not see it. <laughs> yeah. That was like my key learning experience from the, the last days of my drinking when I was going out with the people I work with and stuff and drinking, just realizing like how much, how, how deep you can bullshit without like going anywhere. Right. That truly is incredible. It's like the, yeah, there's, it's like trying to fight a, a, in a hall of mirrors. <laughs> Especially the people that you live with are like, or work with are like established and like married and all this, right? Like they're they're past it, so to speak. Yeah. It's like what could they possibly <laughs> New and fun and exciting is not really an option. Yeah. But they, they still try. <laughs> Unceasingly. Unceasingly. <laughs> Man, that one summer I worked at the nonprofit was it was like it's incredible how it was the exact same as what you describe. Yeah. All these old women and the big event comes and they get stoned <laughs> at the after party and just <laughs> talk shit about everybody. 
Like, well, you know, sometimes the drugs and the alcohol come out and... Uh... <laughs> trying to justify it the next day. It's like, it's over, lady. The drugs and the alcohol. Everybody saw you eye-rolling when your husband tried to tell that story. Right. We know it's over. Right. We understand now why you're spending so much time in the boss's room. Oh. Still, that, that bred one of the most savage moments I've ever seen when they were all having their coffee chat and someone said something, just the absolute fattest woman in a wheelchair is like, well, it's because there's a little dick in charge here. <laughs> like, <fuck. laughs> like, lady, you are fucking 400 pounds. <laughs> you can make me come if you try. <laughs> Oh, Cheryl. Yeah. They just took it as a good-natured joke. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Incredible. Imagine being that fucking, I don't even know what, just demonic to say that <laughs> at like 10 in the morning on a Wednesday. <laughs> just the caffeine demon hits your totally. gut. And just, just like... <laughs> <laughs> and just speeding into the washroom, just <laughs> gut first. <of> all. <laughs> just coming out both barrels. the fucking angst that whoever made the coffee for the day put into the spell. <laughs> put into the percolator. Sure. Fucking little dick. Yeah, I'll show you a fucking little dick. The rest of the day, day everyone's just fucking just vomiting out little dick. <laughs> just feels good coming off of the fucking brown stained tongue. <laughs> Trying a new one on for size, are you ladies? <laughs> yeah. ready we gotta do it this summer all hands on deck we gotta write a punk album okay and create a punk horror nice i'm into that i get the the ip settled by the end of november okay and then work on it whenever afterwards this is the year i feel a punk album with a companion punk horror film you're yeah, saying, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Something big. See what comes out of it. We got songs, we got dialectics. It's true. The dialectics fuel the song. There's infinite millennials who just aren't getting things oh, <laughs> I can rail about For in sure. the songs. That's some of the worst. Calm down. That beaten up old snare drum you gave me with a pillowcase on top of it would be perfect. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> the sound that comes out of that thing. It's like the caffeine demon. Oh, yeah.
thinking recasting Alberta is like something like the uh, the American Southwest. Mm. Just bleak. Bleak. Could do it. Maybe sepia tone, but I'm not I'm not sold on it. I think blue tone might be oh, nice. the way to go. Almost like this, but lighter. Just Great. looking dead. <laughs> yeah, this is pretty dead. This is like the spring that refuses to spring. Yeah. When you start composing songs, the images come pretty quickly, or they come like at the same time with the color scheme? Um, I have no, I almost never think visually, mm -hmm. <laughs> artistically, so that's something I, I need to outsource. Ah. But I do have a bunch of songs. Okay. Um, and then I was gonna um, use all the stuff from my podcast while I have 17 songs, and then I wanna get 30 together and then pick the best okay. 10 or 12. So I'm gonna harvest the ideas from my drunken podcast experiment <laughs> for the rest of them. And I'm assuming most of those will coalesce into a theme that, that can run through and then We'll attach everything else to it. Okay. You reckon there's a theme that's running through all of them? Or you find the 10 or 12 that you can unite? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what the theme is. It has something to do with dialectics because they came for sure. Came about it around the same time. Well, the dialectics are bottomless. Yeah. I don't know if it's the, the ones we've been working on now or if there will be new ones right. in the process of writing. Did you happen to listen to that last episode of Come Town where it was just the two of them and they went off about those tankies? Like those fat communist trans people? No, I don't oh, think I heard that one. It's worth it. Because there's a line in there that we have to clip where Nick just says, because you're not thinking of the dialectics, my friend. Oh, I think I did hear that actually. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's like, that's <laughs> it right there. It really is. My whole thing was to like, as much as possible and as disrespectfully as possible right. just dunk on the idea that punks are tough because they're socialists. Uh, I, I think like we've that. seen enough evidence, just like with every counterculture, that it's the feds and it's run by just the weakest, most co-opted right. gits you can think of. <laughs> so then the people that like actively choose to represent that are, are yeah, the weakest gits you can think of. I'm wearing boots. It's all, it's all they have. <laughs> Maybe I'll re recast like Western, um, country Western tropes into kind of a socialist framework and then <laughs> just use the, uh, the ratios and scales the same way. That could be really interesting. Very subversive. Yeah. Recasting country and Western. Well, I'm married to a man. <laughs> well, something's got to come out of it because it's, if we've proven anything, it's that it, it's, they're super useful in generating ideas at least. Yeah. I'm very confident that I'll be able to pull it off. I might even have all the material by the end of May, nice. the way things are going. Nice. I've been, I've got all the songs for my first set of songs and I've just been using those as 
I've been creating basically uh, like lead sheets or templates to mm -hmm. to go off of to link it together to make it a progression okay. through time as well as vertically through themes. Nice. And everything will mesh together and then things will be pleasing to my autist mind. <laughs> right. I was going to say like the average, I would say, I, I don't use the word content creator, but as someone who's making things for people, eventually you just give up and like the user experience of seeing your shit is like not all that important. Yeah. Like it's just the whatever moment where it's like, well, if they don't get it or if it doesn't land, like I don't really care. Yeah. Now, if it's a promo video for a vacuum cleaner, I have to get it right, but also it's like a... Yeah, there's, there's definite dividing lines. <laughs> right. Fuck, the zipper on these pants just comes undone. <laughs> but it's got a mind of its own. I just walked around that fucking event last night for sure with my pants undone. <laughs> I'm a professional cameraman. Get out of my way. But I'm also still six. And <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee at any moment. <laughs> right, right. And I won't have ice cream if I pee on my pants. And let me tell you something, folks. I'm getting ice cream after this because it's hard and difficult. <laughs> and I'm a big boy. He can handle it. Right? Well, the absolute worst part was... Have you ever been to the River Cree? Yeah. Getting out of there, it was a one-hour traffic jam. I just sat there for an hour in the car. Yeah. <laughs> you guys couldn't open up a few more fucking arteries here? Chief? Chief have, Billy Morin, who was there? You have to acknowledge all that, all those uh, arteries. That's it. Yeah, there's some land over there. I acknowledge maybe you should fucking pave it. <laughs> Surprisingly, they didn't do a land acknowledgement last night, but the chief of the whole thing spoke, but that was kind of interesting. Oh, okay. Actually, the more that I think about it, that's very I think it's probably within the conservative, like, ideology that the land is acknowledged because they live there and they work the land. Right, right, right. But maybe not. Well, the wording of those acknowledgements is always like, but there were people here before us. Right. But it's like, we're here now and we're stewarding it, but that kind of gets left out. You're right. The conservative framework is like, yes. Duh. <laughs> we won, remember? <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. That is it. We won, remember? So yeah, like my first set of songs was meant to be a recasting of the blues idiom. Nice. Maybe a redeeming of it from what it turned into. I was watching Minister Jap and she was, uh, he was playing this video of uh, just misgendering everybody because I don't know who the fuck is a man. Right, for sure. A woman. Mrs. Jap. <laughs> yeah, just playing organs and he just kept playing this clip of this black woman singing like just, just singing this like just standard blues, right? Um, song about Katanji Brown Jackson. Oh no! And it's 
it was like a perfectly idiomatic of blues music, but it also just reminded me of like just how dead that is. Right. And how uh, even like perverting it to that level, making it political and having a woman sing it, like it's so far back in history that it doesn't even matter anymore. <laughs> like it's literally just like completely opposite the spirit of blues right. music. <laughs> <laughs> right because because of the externalizing of it or like like that it was so impersonal uh because the the root of it was a bunch of criminals right crowing about devil women who fucked gotcha. them over and put them in jail or led to them being in jail right like right back to the roots of the blues right there because there was the Field sacred songs. music of the spirituals which was all about jesus and then there was Everybody who was cast out right. of the plantation of Christianity, which is just like, it's the only, it's the only culture in the world where um, the tradition of it is solely owned by the outcasts from the culture. Uh, anyway, so no, I, gotcha. I was, uh, my endeavor was to re recast it and to kind of let go of all those old tropes and I think I did created a new idiom it's kind of my version of the blues so that's where the next set of songs will be I just imagined that what would happen if that carried forward another 20 years and it turned into what Outlaw Country was in the 60s and 70s mm. separate from the squeaky clean church approved Nashville sound I gotcha I'd like to work on this year I mean, that'd be incredible. That's what that's what the scene needs, man. Or at least that's what you need. Yeah, maybe I'm counting on just pissing people off. <laughs> I've done a lot of, like... I was fairly concerned that I was just going off on a tangent that nobody would understand with, like, harmony and rhythm and all that stuff, but I've since mm-hmm. done enough research to see that people are just reserving their shirk for people who... <laughs> who are approved to be shirk-worthy. Uh-huh. So, like, I was... There's all these YouTube people who are obsessed with Japan and, like, anime soundtracks. Right. And, like, Japan has been stuck in a 50s mode in terms of harmony and rhythm. Like, oh. they're obsessed with jazz, and they... Okay. There's a chord progression that, like, 90% of anime um, theme songs kind of follows. Interesting. It's very much uh, an orthodoxy. Anyways, but a whole class of people considers that like the pinnacle of music. And just like all the Western shit, it's ridiculous to consider something the pinnacle of music that hasn't developed for so long. Right. So. Well, yeah, because what does that make everything else since then? Yeah. And then, of course, only Japanese people are allowed to do that, Uh even though they got it from American jazz music. It just becomes that wigger thing that's annoying. Right. The, the media and the critics decide who gets to do what when. Exactly right. And everything they they say isn't allowed. They call it racist. So, anyways, I'd really like to piss people off with my harmony choices and my tempo choices and my rhythm choices, ah. and my arrangement choices, and especially have the the music school people who only have a little bit of jazz knowledge be like, "Oh, you can't do that." It's like, but I just did. do it anyways. Oh, yeah. And then use the AI and do it fucking 500 times. 
just creates so goddamn much that it goes from you can't do that to he's doing it. It's literally the uh, the fucking the Wojak face, the crying face to the smiling face, <laughs> with the same the same thing. <laughs> maybe hire, maybe write some songs and have some white people sing them, just to see if they go over better. Right. And film the whole thing. Right. And make a documentary about the Wigger dialectic. There you go. There's a there's an idea for a horror film or documentary. Yes. See, because if you could use the music and the dialectics to it, turn the mirror on itself, that that would for sure piss people off. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think I can do it in a way that they they wouldn't know why they're pissed off, and they'd just be stuck with their catchphrases. <laughs> it was like when that woman came up to me, and she said, "Well, who's who's gonna who decides what goes on the news tonight from here?" I was like, "Me." <laughs> And then she said, well, well, she's going off. I said, I'm not the news. I'm one person. The reporter, she's another one person. Our producer, he's one person. We're not a cult. <laughs> she had to think. She's like, oh. Well, you're just... If I just... You just... Fuck. If you just... <sighs> that's what I want. That's... that's. I, I want to come deny a, a generation. <laughs> <laughs> A ruined orgasm a whole generation who badly wants to anybody to piss them off enough to simulate getting dildoed by a dialectic. <laughs> That'll be Charlie Rosen interview about it. <laughs> you claim to want to dildo a generation. <laughs> Did you succeed? <laughs> and then you're full on fucking what's his name, Don? Don Welsh, or what's his name? <laughs> Don Simpson. Don Simpson. What's the thing about dialectics? <laughs> yeah, you're the master in the studio. You like dialectic, you really just you sit back and watch what has you happen. Michael Bay just sitting there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right, Don. That's what it needs, is a companion piece documentary where we're all gacked out of our minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just have, like... <laughs> Just have like, just buy a flat of like coffee or something, <laughs> and then like just leverage people's spaces and cabins and shit. Right. And then just edit it very selectively. Right. Where you're at your absolute gooniest. Just get a, <laughs> a generation of youths like hooked on some random like energy drink or something because they think it's cool that what we made was <laughs> subversive. Right. See, because there, it doesn't seem like. Well, not who knows, but like subversion in art seems to have gone away in, in a lot of ways. Yeah, I think it's just because people assume that the left makes art. Right. The left makes fucking propaganda, I would say. Messaging, programming. Yeah, especially now. That's why I've been enjoy, enjoying um, all the Studio Ghibli movies because <laughs> they don't like don't have an agenda with their stories they just start with an idea and then they carry it out until the story's done or the runtime is done right so it gives you like this kind of slice of life feel in something mm. that's very fantastical so you don't have to worry about like why certain things are happening or intellectualize things and, just enjoy the aesthetic right. quality of it and like what is the target age age group for those things uh, there, there's there's a range. There's like the the 
blatant kids movies right. in like the Disney mode of PG or whatever and there's also some that are a bit more for teens or young adults but that's when they kind of get into political stuff like save the environment type things but right they never really proselytize which is good well that's what I was going to say is like is that the thing is like there's no political agenda for the most part yeah it's mainly just like turning Shintoism into art right in a, in a western idiom it's all cartoon right yeah yeah I'm not really like, familiar with any of it it's worth watching yeah um, I got a lot more out of it like I wish I had grown up on those movies instead of Disney ones yeah well <laughs> That could have done a lot of good. Like Kiki's delivery service is about is all about like believing in yourself and like when things get tough, if you just believe in yourself, you'll get your powers back or whatever. Mm. Most Disney movies are like if you believe in in yourself, you'll kill the bad people, and the world will be okay. You'll sing songs about it, right? And a monster will help you. So you grow up as like a teen, just thinking that you can just kill bad people. And you realize, like, gradually that you're powerless, and then you start coloring your hair and wearing sleeveless shirts even though you have no muscles, singing punk songs about being tough, spitting on people. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Really? You're not a punk, you're just a cunt. You're not a punk, you're just a cunt. And, And people were just plopped in front of those movies playing on a repeat. Oh, man. The amount of fucking princess movies I watched as a kid <laughs> is not interested at all. Well, that's good that even then you could decipher. I was mainly just interested in music. My obsession with music is <laughs> mostly about ignoring the fucking propaganda and media. <laughs> so at least I could abstract the music from the messaging. <laughs> I was thinking I about how, like, I was, I don't know how old, maybe nine, and just, like, Repeatedly listening to uh, the bad touch by the Bloodhound Gang. Just not knowing anything about what they were saying. <laughs> just enjoying the rhythms. <laughs> right. It's a hit. <laughs> and I had it explained to me and I still didn't get it. I just fucking bopped along to it. None the wiser. Now you might say that's somewhat subversive in what that song was able to do. Because then they dressed up like monkeys and were cute about it in the video. Yeah, I guess so. It was very of the day, though. Yeah, that's for sure. Because, like, everything on fucking YTV's hit list was very innuendo Aladdin. And that was around the time that Britney Spears started and everything. A couple years before Christina Aguilera um, went dirty. I mean, yeah, if you think about that age, 97, 98... Yeah, the kind of shit that was just like rolled out at four in the afternoon. Yeah, the peak of the music industry, and that's what you get. And now it's quite funny, thirty or twenty years later, to look at what became of some of those people. Yeah, like Britney Spears can't even function in the real world. Yeah, got turned right out. <laughs> yeah, another Disney product. Well. Yeah, man. Fucking Disney. What do you think? What's the what's the seedy underbelly of Disney? Like, why fucking create those stories? 
Well, I don't know, but there's tons of conspiracy theories about tunnels under Disney World and stuff like that, and child trafficking and, right. and all that. I don't know. It seems like one of those things that started with the founder and then got taken over by someone else who perpetuated uh-huh. political agendas. I don't know. All I know is I'm not a fan. I don't want no. it in my life. And if I am to have children, I don't want them to have to, like, I I don't want that to be their programming. So no. the reason I make music is so <laughs> my future family will not be addled by Disney morality. <laughs> I've had enough of it. I've seen enough of what it does to weak minds. Right. To the Star Wars people. Well, I think we found the one thing you and Ben Shapiro can agree on. I really think it's demonic. It is. It totally is, and I never really thought much about it, but now that it's all coming to the fore about just how perverted they are. Yeah. Like, someone was saying that, like, it's important to vote and it's important to be a part of the political um, structure as an adult. I think it's just as important to produce content that, like, not necessarily puts forth your ideals, but it represents you. Like, you don't have to be on the nose about political things. You can just be yourself. Mm. It speaks for itself. Especially if you're doing fictional things, which I think are a lot more valuable because people can gather around and glean their own points and then go on and spread their own points. And it's very easy to just remove... Like, they have to work so hard to work woke stuff in that it ruins the the magic of storytelling. Mm -hmm. Like, they just shoehorn as much as possible. And it's to the point now where they just cram it in like a CNN um, segment. Buzz Lightyear's gay and his boyfriend is black and they're going to kiss in this movie whether you like it or not. It's like, what's the plot again? Yeah. And people complain about it. They complain about it in the new Star Wars movies and stuff, but then they just turn around and think it's harmless and support the next one just hoping it'll be better. But it's obviously getting worse. (laughs) And then they don't replace it with anything. If they do do content in uh, their professional life, the only place to get money from it is to produce marketing for right. things that, for platforms that support that stuff. So something's got to fucking give. And I, I'm not leaving it up to the Daily Wire. <laughs> no, no. I'm not counting on that. No. The Wigger conservatives. They took it from us. <laughs> and we're mad. I'm going to do what I have to do. Apparently my uncle just moved to Florida. Oh, Yes. So I have an aunt and an uncle there. My mom's going to visit next month. Nice. Things are lining up in very, <laughs> very good ways. What part of Florida? Melbourne, in between Miami and Orlando. Oh, okay. Like right, like inland, like in the middle. Yeah. Not too like an hour from South Beach. Just everything. Okay. Everything, I guess, uh, Cuban. <laughs> Every, well, hey, that's a start. I just saw that Ron DeSantis won his redistricting thing, so it seems like it's going to stay conservative for our lifetimes at least. Right. Lots of spicy Latinas there. (laughs) Some sandwiches. The the pull is there. I have to make that movie and I have to shoot it in Florida. I might be an old man, but... (laughs) But Shoot it on the the Florida-Bama shore. (laughs) God damn. That would be incredible. There's something in the air out there. I don't know what it is, but... Either way, someplace near water and someplace somewhat tropical, that seems to be... Yeah, that you have to. ...a safe bet for 
honestly for like hundreds of years. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is gonna happen to a place like Alberta in 50 years or whatever. Whether or not they think climate is, or whether or not they're right about climate. Right. Seems like they can never get a balance of the politics. <laughs> no, I know. That's the whole thing. It's like, it doesn't have to be, you're exactly right, they can't get the balance right. It's like they can't get it through the, their heads that the resources still exist in the ground, but that eventually they won't. Yeah. It's either, you know, we're all gonna burn in hell now or we're all gonna burn in hell later. <laughs> they, they don't have that might as well make something of it mentality. Exactly. Mainly, I think, just because they're from out of, out of state. Right. 